0: Oh, <laughs>
1: Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, why was there not a single scene in The Karate Kid where Daniel's mum said, Why are you constantly in that old man's shed? It is a little weird. <laughs> Perfectly reasonable. <laughs> you know, when you're old, by the way, when you discover that The Karate Kid is now 57 years old. No oh boy. Way. Ralph Macchio. Uh huh. Macchio. Yeah, Macchio. Macchio. 57 years nah, uh. old. Mm. It's true, I tell you. Hi America, hello world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you, to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of The Mysterious. Each week we press our ear against my mother's bedroom wall. Whatever she listens to before she goes to bed, picks and pulls on her unconscious mind and she snores that very tune. Did it all for the glory of love.
0: Oh, I thought it was Jingle Bells. I did too. Wow, you
1: can't <laughs> say Jingle Bells to every single one every single week. That's what it sounds like. It that was the glory of love by Peter etc. I think you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also a producer and... Sound engineer. A cable guy was in town today and asked Heather what time it was. She replied it's between 8am and 1pm. Oh,
0: nice.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the show, Heather. Hola. If a time is money, you heard that phrase, time is money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then ATMs are time machines. You can actually key <laughs> in on the little keypad, the year. That'd be a great film, wouldn't it? Time machine, <laughs> ATMs. Hot you want a hundred <laughs> yes I, I do feel there's a similar theme. You want in a hundred dollars for your weekend and you end up in the year eight hundred AD. The Romans are in Britain. Many wondrous things are happening around the world, but time machine ATMs, I believe, are the way to go. I also wish to introduce The mad and Crazy Michelle Corrie. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. If Michelle died and went straight to hell, <laughs> it would take her a full week to realize she wasn't at work. True. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hello. Lots of fire and tridents at work. Sulfur, little minions running around with yes. pointy tails. That's work, is it? Yeah. And it's hard. It's
2: hot. Hot.
1: Michelle can't go to hell. Satan still has a restraining order ah. against <laughs> her. Oh, so wish to introduce our resident psychologist, is now the convention, Chad. Peters, welcome to the show, Chad. Oh, thank you. Chad realized that for just once in his life, he wants to be kicked into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> the past, the present, and the future walked into a bar. It was tense. Nice. Nice. <laughs>
0: no. no.
2: No. I like that one. No, no. Good. Well played. I
1: love this show. They're mad. They're bad. And they are paranormal. We are season three. Episode 67 i want to remind our listeners that currently on facebook live if you go over to facebook right now search for more questions than answers with adrian lee and we're having a listening party many many hundreds of our listeners are currently on there posting as we speak at all it's of the funnies agreed. they're having gift wars mm-hmm. you can play along i'm about to read out the first round's questions in the <gasps> round that we call Ooh. general oh, ignorance right. you can if you wish play along with everyone else and you can tell us what your best answers are. And you can cheer from me. This is interactive. This is where we are. Awesome. Interactive. It <laughs> Love makes it. me very, very happy. So as always, I wish to introduce the black belt Martin sponsored gong of infinite knowledge with the flimsy plank of statistics and the chop of facts. <laughs> Stand back. <gasps> Oh, I really Yay, went for that one, Martin. Jeez.
2: Thank you, Martin.
1: Yeah, I put my uh, shoulder into that. That was yeah. quite impressive.
2: Gong the hell uh... out of that. <laughs> yeah,
1: Michelle doesn't know karate, but she does know crazy, and she's not afraid to use it. Right on. Psycho beat size any day. Hell yeah. <laughs> on this very day, in 1509, the Tudor King Henry VIII was born in London. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio. I cannot believe that bizarre stranger and fascinating facts about Henry VIII. Feeling confident? I am. Do you know your British kings and queens well? A little bit. No. A little bit. Miss Morris is looking like she's got problems straight off the bat. Henry compared his fourth wife, who was Anne of Cleves, to what? And this is not a compliment. Closest one will win the points. Miss Morris, what did he compare Anne of Cleves to?
0: A knife. Like a cleaver? A knife. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I actually think, and I'm happy to stand corrected in these orthopedic shoes, I actually think a cleave <laughs> is actually the groove you get on armor, and I think it's your shin armor. So if you imagine your shins with armor, and you've got like a V going towards the shin to deflect the blade or the weapon, I believe that's a cleave. Mm-hmm. I think there may be more than one definition there we go well we can have a look into that we can look into that as we speak i'm sure on facebook people are looking that up a knife or bad meat your comp- you, you do like to spread bad your chips that's, that's <laughs> liberally specific like it's it. like betting on both 31 and 46 or and <laughs> yeah, 40 pick a number any number <laughs> I, I was trying to come up with numbers that are on a roulette wheel and 40s You 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 had a choice between double zero and 60 and you dropped the ball. Well, I could have gone anywhere between 1 and 36 and I just... Oh, it's 36. I'm not often (laughs) in a casino playing roulette, I have to say. The reason there's a double zero, do you know where there's a double zero on a roulette wheel? Do you know why that exists? Uh, It's so the house odds work. Oh, I shall give Chad his first (laughs) points of the evening. It's so the house odds are increased because if people bet on black or bet on... On red, like Miss Morris has just done, the green, the zero, the double zero, actually puts the odds in favour of the house. And that's, of course, how they make their money. That's a great answer, Chad. Mm -hmm. I'm pleased that you knew that. You're going with a knife of some description. Why would he compare his fourth wife to a knife? Because she's sharp. She's sharp. Yeah. Okay. But you're also going with bad meat. Yeah. Any particular reason or just putting knife with meat? Putrid. 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 Oh. oh, she was German, of course. Messer in hander is what you would want. A mess there. in the hand. Yes, she's better than <laughs> two birds <laughs> in the bush. <laughs> Messer is knife in German. Philistine. Hence, Messer Smith, knife smith. This is how this works. Michelle, what did he compare Anne of Cleves to?
2: A Flanders mare.
1: A Flanders mare, a horse of course, a female Jeez. horse and she was from Flanders Chad, I'm guessing you're <laughs> going to go with backing that horse I, I, I was going to go with a horse, but I really can't compete with a Flanders mare No, you can't no, points, That one. We'll be giving out liberally Michelle <laughs> has got off of her duck egg now and Chad has doubled his score and gone up to four, it wasn't course. it was a horse, of course <laughs> the mare of Flanders What's with the long face? Henry VIII created a new church just to divorce, but then he killed his wife anyway. Yep. A little bit dark. How did Henry injure himself that stopped him from exercising and then subsequently made him balloon in weight? I just need you to tell me how he injured himself. If you want extra points, you can tell me where he injured himself. Like physically
0: where or where on the body?
1: Well, this wasn't mental illness. Henry VIII didn't balloon in weight because he had anxiety issues because his mother took well, him off like the party too it, soon. Well, he
0: cut his hand with a knife.
1: <laughs> I need eating. to know how he injured Bad himself. Meat. But <laughs> Bad it, meat. it stopped him <laughs> from exercising. He thus ballooned in weight. But you can also, if you're looking for extra points, not only tell me how he injured himself, but where he injured himself. Mm. How do you think? He stubbed his toe. Yes, that's always a dangerous injury, isn't it? For, on a bedpan. For on a bedpan. That, <laughs> that must that have been some full. stall. <laughs> Jesus.
0: God. <laughs> Christ. How bad is that stall that you've managed to stub your toe <laughs> on a bedpan? Yep. After eating bad meat cut with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Heavy Way then. to bring it on back, mm. Morris. Mm-hmm. Why? Love it
1: am I here? <laughs> so your answer, this put him out of action, made yeah. him balloon in weight. You're going with very dangerous toe stubbing injuries in the bedroom. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the toe department. Yes. Oh, on a bedpan. Yes. That's your answer. Yeah. Michelle, how did he injure himself and where?
2: He injured himself in a joust and he injured himself in the
1: leg. In the leg. It was leg. ulcerated and very stinky. Oh, we're getting a good answer there. Chad. What would you like to add? How did he injure himself? I was just going to go with he fell off a horse. Of course, of course, (laughs) the Flanders
0: (laughs) (laughs) mare. Yeah,
2: and and I I even had that joke (gasps) lined up. Sorry, Jim.
1: We do have a theme of uh, horses galloping through tonight's Mm -hmm. show. Michelle, you really do know your kings and queens of England. It was in fact a jousting wound in the thigh, but I will give you leg, and it ulcerated. That's fantastic. Ooh. How large was his waist when he died? Shout out. Inches. 52. two. 50, Seventy. Miss Morris has won her points tonight. It was 54. Oof, hmm. nice. And she's now up to a splendid... One. Two. <laughs> 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 the king's stall. Hmm. Hmm. The royal stall. Someone had to wipe his bottom. That the was groom. a job. Yes. Someone stood there with a stick and a sponge. Henry VIII bent over. And you're going to meet a tall, dark stranger and be lucky with money. No, this is true. How do you earth, How do you get to 54 inches in the waste department without fast food and trans fats? That's was, a lot of swans and deers you're eating at that point. I was wondering how you get the royal butt wiper job. That, that was actually oh, uh, you want that job? Highly sought I, after. Absolutely, yes. Not bad. You know, it running the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad was a. Royal <laughs> stall, and my, my granddad uh, was a Royal stall.
0: No, I was <laughs> corn again last night, your
1: majesty. <laughs> I'm still, I've still oh, got me granddad's heck. sponge. Uh. Wow. Poop knife. The poop knife. <laughs> wow. God. Edward the Third used this one. <sighs> yeah. Kept in the uh, Tower of London, apparently. <laughs> I'm going back to my original statement, though. A 54-inch waist without trans fats, fast food, sugar... That's just volume at that point, isn't it, you're thinking? Just sheer volume. I think there volume. was a lot
2: of sweets and pastries and... Breads. Yeah, was sugar not a thing at that time?
1: I'm thinking, well, he's the king of England, Britain, and the Commonwealth, so I'm guessing if anyone had sugar, it would be him, but it would be in short supply, I would have thought. And pretty expensive. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure he's not short of a few bobbies, is where we are. I'm not touching you with a ten-foot pole. Well, I am the best jester, sir. Yeah. Oh. That should no. be jouster, shouldn't it? Jester, no. jouster. Mm-hmm. There's a very fine line if you've got those muddled up in your job interview. You turn up, you've got your bells on your hat, multi outfit, you've got your juggling balls, and before you know where you are, you're on a horse galloping with ten feet of wood in your hand. And somewhere there's a knight who's trying to be funny. So I'd share that with you. I wouldn't say my <laughs> wife is bow-legged, but we hang her over the door for good luck. Oh, my God. What's the best <laughs> he can come up with? <sighs> That's all he's got. <laughs> That's <all> he's got. <laughs> he has no plan B. He wasn't planning to be <laughs> the jester, was he? Yeah, no, no, he was planning on charging on a horse. <laughs> it's been a terrible mistake. We need to do Trading Places, but in Tudor Britain. I like it. That's a great film. I want that to happen. I think there'd be more funny incidents based on that if you set that in the past. Do you not think? We'll get Dan Aykroyd on that. He'll make yeah, that happen. That could be phenomenal. Henry VIII bizarrely introduced a tax on what? And the tax was actually increased based on one's social status. So what bizarre thing did Henry VIII tax back in the day? Make a bit of money? Put a mm. few coffers into the chest because you need to buy some sugar? <gasps> haircuts. On haircuts. He oh. taxed haircuts. So everyone or stew. That was stew. <laughs> was <laughs> that, that sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Stew. Trying to order... A quite hot liquid conduction of uh, vegetables and uh, meat cooked over a prolonged or period tea. of time. stew, stew, Stoo, tea. Who's your name, Millimeter? I'll be back. What would oh. you like for dinner, sir? I'd like stew. Or knives. So you're going knives, stew, and haircuts. And tea. And tea. Ah. Any more? I've run out of chips. Nope, that's all I got. If you had to pick one, if you had to commit to one, where do you think you're going to put that? You're going to go with tea, are you? Wow. Michelle, what did he tax? You've done very well so far. I don't think I've ever seen you on such a fabulous High winning horse. streak. Absolutely. Ooh, yes.
2: mm-hmm. I'm going to say beards.
1: You're going to go with beards. <laughs> Chad, what are your thoughts? Uh, clothing? Clothing. I think some shenanigans has taken place. I will share this with you. I had to visit the restroom before the show... <laughs> I think I've got laps in hiding my paperwork because the correct answer to that is beards.
2: I'm good at and I'm currently, English, royalty, history, and space. And that's, that's about it. the sum of it.
1: <laughs> wow. I can be done. space. I was dang close. You wasn't were, I? Hello? No, the tax was on beards. It wasn't cutting them. It was growing them. And it wasn't haircuts. It was beards. The fact I remains The Michelle's three and three right now. Which I never uh, think we've ever seen. Have we ever seen the like of that? Has that yeah. ever happened before? We She's only three on and four. I got Not one. From Michelle. Wow. Well, you shared. You shared one. That's what happened.
0: Not gut girth.
1: I'm very gut impressed, girth. actually. <laughs> gut girth. Does that go with chub oil? <laughs> gut girth and chub oil. The best Victorian double act. Yeah. By hymns. Chub oil for men. Yeah. Doctor Faustus is chub oil for men. Great. <laughs> we'll have to make some of that up, like a Montebank. We can travel around the Midwest in a box wagon. It's going to cure impotency and hair loss. You'll sell your soul for it. Perfect. Mm, like it. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that now. I'm sure Heater out there in New York is going to make up a fabulous label with a little demon on it, all in woodcut, yeah. going Dr. Faustus' chub oil for men. <laughs> I like so that. Great. And
2: Helen of Troy showing it off.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> This show's got away from me, I can't deny it. I I kind of had things up until that point, but it is slowly slipping through my fingers like grains of sand. When I was 12, my father taught me how to be a man. He took me to the bathroom, picked up a razor and ate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm impressed. I I don't get it. What did Henry VIII constantly sleep next to all of his life? He was never without this at night time. Cuddled up next to it, spooning, I might add, his spoon! His spoon! The royal <laughs> spoon!
0: That's how we got spooning!
1: The royal spoon. You
0: know, just in case he was hungry with his gut girth.
1: And his swamp pie.
0: His swamp butt?
1: Swan. Swan. It's a bird. Oh. <laughs> I just imagine that there'd be a lot of swan. It seems very ostentatious. How would you like your swan prepared this evening, Your Majesty? That's how spooning got its name. Spoon! With swans. Spoon. So you think he spent his entire life sleeping next to a spoon. Spoon. Okay, I can do that for you. Michelle, what did he spend his life sleeping next to? You're three and three right now.
2: I don't know this one. I'm going to say a
1: dog. He slept next to his dog. Was it alive? Yes. His entire life was spent sleeping next to his different dogs. Okay. (laughs) What do you think, Chad? Oh, it was a two dog night. It was that cold. Yes, Uh, right. That's how that came about. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Yeah, good, good answer.
2: That means Uh, except in
1: (laughs) England, it's only two because it's a little colder in Detroit. Yes, if you was in Detroit, you'd want a three dog night. (laughs) Right, right. I get it. Yeah, Uh, I'm gonna say a woman because he had kind of that large appetite too. A woman. I'm sure he went through quite a lot of courtiers in his time. He slept. Next to a giant axe, would you believe? I was
0: going to go there.
1: Can you spoon with an axe? Is that possible? Oh, I can. You can spoon with an axe. Ready at any time for random acts of kindness in the bedroom. Wow. (laughs) See what I did (laughs) there? Yeah. Yeah. I love this show. makes me very, very happy. I tried to kill a cockroach with axe body spray once. I gave it a good blast, and uh, now his name is Brett, and he won't shut up about CrossFit. <laughs> 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 this makes me very happy. Michelle is currently on Ooh. six. I'm yet to score. Heather scored two. Chad is at the dizzying heights of four. Also on this day, we wish a happy birthday to Melvin Kaminsky. Any thoughts? Melvin Kaminsky. Who happy would th- birthday, Melvin. Happy birthday, Melvin. Who do you think? <laughs> Kaminsky, maybe like Kaminsky. Or okay, yeah, that's where I was going. Well, Kaminsky I've got Park. Kaminsky here. Oh. So Kaminsky I think Park. We'll... Yeah. Any Chicago. thoughts on who that might be? Good old Melvin Kaminsky. He invented the calculator. Perfect. I think that was a gentleman called Mister Babbage, but I'm Mister Kelk. I'm going to have to tell you, it's Mel Brooks. Mel <gasps> I Brooks. I love Mel Brooks. It's oh. Melvin Kaminsky. Happy birthday to Mr. Brooks. Obviously he wrote and produced The Producers, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, Spaceballs, Men in Tights. I'll give you a couple of points actually. I'm feeling very generous tonight. Harold is Mel Brooks. Give me a number.
0: 68. Oh no, 78.
1: You're going 78. Michelle Harold is Mel Brooks. 94. Wow. There's a big difference there. I'm going to go 80 yet. You're going to go 80. Michelle, you're on fire. I recommend you go and buy a lottery ticket at the end of tonight's show. And if you win big, just remember who it was that told you to go and buy a lottery ticket. He's 93. Would you believe? On September the 8th, 2014, not that long ago, Brooks cemented his place in Hollywood history on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. What was unusual about his handprints? There we go. What was unusual about Mel Brooks' handprints on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2014, cemented for all time? He used his feet. On the sidewalk. He decided to use his feet. Yep. That's a great answer. As we've learned from other shows, great answers don't necessarily win That's true. prizes and points. But it is a great answer. Michelle, what was unusual about those handprints?
2: They're someone else's hands.
1: They were, he just cut them off. Yeah. And use someone else's hands. There's someone in the background flailing around wondering how they're going to operate their digital watch now. Yeah. Worst thing that could happen. Chad, what was unusual? I'm going Heather's, right? Heather. Heather is completely right he on that. He used his feet Yeah, he, she's not, unfortunately. I really? cannot give the points away. He actually used an eleventh prosthetic <gasps> finger.
2: Awesome. He oh, thought that funny. was funny that to is do funny. that.
1: That is there's not much more you can do comedically. I suspect once you've gone past that, haven't you? But I will quote him. He says, tragedy is when I cut my finger. Comedy is when you fall into an open sewer and die. 100% true. How were the sound effects for the farts made in the famous bean farting scene in Blazing Saddles? What did they do to make the noise. We've all seen the film. They're sat round a campfire. They've got a spoon. Obviously not Henry VIII's <laughs> spoon. And they're shoveling beans into their mouth from their little enamel plates. And subsequently, flatuous, gaseous emissions suddenly permeate the atmosphere and the ambient air around them. Blowing a tuba
0: into goo.
1: What, any particular type of goo or just beanie goo <laughs> because that wasn't specific enough no so is the tuba dented and broken or is it a normal tube? brass play that funky tuba white boy that actually exists by the way if you go on youtube there is play that funky tube, a white boy do you yes. remember that yes i will give you extra points tonight because i'm feeling very generous who originally sang play that funky music what was the name of that band anyone want to jump in and win themselves some points
2: Grand well, I've Funk Railroad. i
1: stumped you, haven't I? Any oh, thoughts? Oh, Chad's, oh, I can see him. Chad's banging his head on the table. Oh, Rick James. It was Wild Cherry. Oh. You'd be pleased. <laughs> really? <laughs> Tonight, apparently, I'm led to believe that's true. Again, I'm happy to stand corrected. We have a whole team of little elves working away as we speak on Facebook right now that I'm sure if I'm wrong will let me know very shortly. It's nice having a little team of minions. quinians. More questions than answers. MQTs. They're Quinians. So, Miss Morris is blowing a tuba into bingo. Yeah. Okay. Michelle, how did they make the noise of the farts for the famous scene in Blazing Saddles? The
2: whoopee cushion.
1: They used a good old-fashioned Bronx cheer. The old whoopee cushion. Chad. It's two pieces of plastic rubbing across each other. Wow, your brain's working very strange and bizarre ways. It was the good old-fashioned soap and armpit routine. Really? I mean, we can try and replicate that in our studio, perhaps. But I don't know. We don't have to. No, I don't. I don't have anything (laughs) soapy. The show that just sounds wet and miserable. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. That is sad. (laughs) <laughs> we'll work on that we'll get a bucket of soapy water i appreciate the, the effort you guys i put did try forward. there are people currently watching the show if you go to patreon.com and search for mqta radio we do video our shows and you can actually watch incidents of michelle trying to do armpit farts i mean yeah. everything's available for you for a single dollar that's got to be a worth a dollar of anyone's money i would suggest there you go wow what do you get when you eat peanut butter and baked beans a fart that sticks to the roof of your <gasps> ass. Gross! <laughs> oh, that's dirty. A fart that sticks to the roof of your ass. It no. just makes me very happy. I'm smiling now. That's the highlight. Miss oh, Morris no. is writing notes now. She's <laughs> unhappy with that. I can tell. Look, <laughs> censorship is about <gasps> to land on the lap of MQTA Radio. That was then, but this is now. As we enter our favourite part of the show, it's the mailbag. Yay! Yay! mailbag! All right, mailbag. We love the mailbag. If you go to Facebook, if you search for more questions than answers with Adrian Lee, you will find all of tonight's stories. You will find the jokes. You will find all of the camaraderie, all of the cartoons and much, much more. There's currently a watch party going on in there. I guess a listening party would probably be a bit more specific, I would suggest. But if you wish to write to me, I love hearing your comments. I love catching up with your thoughts and ideas. And it's all on there. Heater is our good friend and listener in New York, <laughs> okay. of course. He has posted, that has to be, one of the funniest off-the-rail shows last night. Oh, right. That's oh. so rocked. If it sounds like a good answer, it probably isn't the right answer. He's <laughs> exactly. He's actually <laughs> that was quoting funny. me there. Heater, like everyone else, is listening at 10pm Central Time on a Friday on the Dark Matter Digital Network. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Diana has written great show tonight. You had all of us at the listening party laughing so hard. I can't wait for the video to come out on this. And again, if you go to patreon.com and you can donate a single dollar to the show and you get all of the archives, tell our fabulous crazy boys and girls what they get for their dollar miss morris
0: you get early access to all of the episodes as well as video and we'll try to get that up as soon as possible we've been fighting the rain
1: yes we've had another biblical downpour and it did look like the sea cut into vertical strips yeah and ultimately everything's flooded again it's july the grass should be brown and crunchy there shouldn't be kayaks going by. Yeah. That's not the yeah. plan. That's not Stolen how this works. Stolen kayaks around here. I've got dengue fever. <laughs> West Nile fever. I have trench foot. Yeah. <laughs> Chad's got gills and web feet.
2: <laughs> There's a sea cucumber growing back there. There is a strange yeah. thing
1: growing on the floor, which they we prodded tastes good. with a pencil. And to be fair, Chad did arrive with web feet and gills. Yeah. That wasn't something that came <laughs> no. after yeah. the, after unusual, the rains. <laughs> Mandy, a good follower and friend of the show, <laughs> also great. posted, great show. I do believe Michelle will need to find an oxygen tank to help her breathe it's when she's laughing it's so true. hard. It's yes. Do you like camping? Are you a fan of camping? Kind of. Yeah? Want to spend a week in an oxygen tent? <gasps> oh. Controversial. No. Wow. When she is laughing so hard, Heather and Chad absolutely loved your answers. Always the best answers in my book. All right. Uh, that would be a book of wrong then. <laughs> you can access our show for free on SoundCloud. If you go to SoundCloud... Dot com Search for MQTA Radio. And if you're currently listening on SoundCloud, there's six years worth of archives on there for you. You can listen to them back to back while you're kayaking down the street. You can listen to them if you're currently pressing your hands into the cement on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You can listen to them while you're tucking into your swan pie and licking your deer jerky. Are That's we not getting, a euphemism.
0: Are we getting close to 250 episodes? I
1: tried to do the maths on this the other day. We did 33 episodes in our first season. Then we got picked up by Dark Matter. Then in the second season, we did 140. So what's that, 173? 174. And um, we're
0: on 67 now.
1: No, 33 plus 140 is definitely 173, Oh, Jan. I thought you said 141. And uh, <laughs> then we've, we're currently on 67. So what does that put us at? 240. So we're 10 away. We are 10 away from the big 250. So somewhere in August, we're going to have a big celebration. We'll have a cake. Can you believe six years?
0: Where has that gone?
1: I have no idea. I read somewhere that the average radio show or podcast on average is seven episodes long. At 240, we've kind of surpass that by some distance that would suggest that most of them are just one or two oh, yeah. and then we bring it up to seven by doing the 240 do you see where we are? but you can listen on SoundCloud if you're listening now press the little orange love heart show us how much you appreciate what we do we're on many many platforms iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher Sprouts, is that right? Did I get that right? It's Buzzsaw, taking... I think. Buzzsaw I think yeah, you're it's correct construction what's the gas box one we listen to? cast box okay I didn't get that from that's the first time I've Tune been given in. that information <laughs> we're on everything Player if, you, FM. if you can't find us you've only got yourself to blame but you can listen to all of those shows completely free if you go to any of those platforms they're just going to be a few weeks behind those that pay yeah. on Patreon to hear the episode First, of course, Right. we also do a little bit extra, don't we? We stay in the studio at the top of the hour. We read out the stories that we find during the course of the week that we can't read out on air in a round called Not For Your Mother. It's a little bit saucy. It's a little bit sexy. It's a little bit gritty. Creepy. Creepy. It's salacious. It's the stories that we can't read out for fear of being removed or getting a hefty fine. But if you do go to our archives, you have an incentive because you get 20 minutes of filth. Yes. Hurrah! Hurrah! Who doesn't want 20 minutes of filth in their life right now? Not Some me. people say it's the best part of this show. If you go to YouTube, by the way, and type in more questions than answers at like MQTA and the word poop coma, <gasps> that's poop coma. Poop coma. With a space in between. <laughs> Sounds like just, a place. Just in case you're confused. I'm sure I spent a week once in poop coma.
0: Could <gasps> yeah, been. Yeah,
1: it was very wet and rainy. I didn't get out much. <sighs> On the Wednesday, the weather cleared up, and I went to the Pencil Museum, which was good fun. But Poop Coma, MQTA, you will find the funniest six minutes of your life. Trust me, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling blue, if you're feeling depressed, go and have a look at that, and then share it with your friends and family, especially if you don't like them. Yes, yes, (laughs) Or if you do, it's pretty funny. We've got lots of packages. We've had lots of mail. I just we thought I'd share did. that with you. Sam, good follower of the show, sent us some oh, fabulous yeah. Ghostbusters figurines.
2: Thank you, Sam. Love you, Sam.
1: Michelle's currently holding hers up. you got awesome. Winston, you didn't got you? got Winston. From the Ghostbusters. That's very kind of you. We now have figurines of Ghostbusters to put around the studio. Mine's Joel. already in my car. He's stolen. He's, he's taken it. Yep. He ran. He doesn't want it to be taken away. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want anybody else to yank that. With Well, I'm sure no one will be yanking you before the yeah. end of the show. You'll be fine. I don't know. I have some pretty sweet Ghostbusters stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody wants that. Get mugged for that in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also want to mention that Joel, who's a great follower of the show, we must thank him for this. He bought us some candy, but oh, sweet, we're not allowed to open it or talk about it. Until the round of not for your mother. But that I want to true. thank you oh, in thank the main in the main part of our show, but for reasons that will become clear if you stick with us, we, we can't possibly show that on camera. Sure.
2: I love candy.
1: Well you'll be getting a big surprise is what you'll be getting at that point. Robin, our good friend and follower in Massachusetts. Thanks, Robin. It's actually taken me quite a while to get round to this, so I apologize. I hope you don't think I was being rude. But Robin sent us a fabulous parcel and she sent me a book on Latin, the Latin Guide. To Latin? It's for dummies. The Dummies <laughs> oh. Guide for Latin, <laughs> which is Malta Ben, eh? That's very impressive. So thank you for that. And we've also got a big jelly ball that we're going to throw around at the end of the show. Oh. We'll I, get I, that. It's a I'm squishy. I thought initially it was like a liver. Do you know when you get a liver delivered to a S- hospital and sleeve. you're having a transplant? Yes, it had that quality about it in a plastic bag. I thought we were being sent like body parts.
2: Do I, I still have mine? My- I, I don't know. You, for a while. What, your liver.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's not much of your liver left, madam. This is where we hard. are. <laughs> wow. My granddad went for a hair transplant and walked around with a liver on. He head. Nice. Good times. I just very briefly as well. I did a psychic development class last week in a place called Morton in Renville County. So I want to say a big thank you to the Historical Society of Renville County. If you get a chance to go to their museum, it is a fabulous place full of Civil War and. Farming implements and things to do with the Dakota. Well, I'm talking it up, aren't I? They've got some funerary in there, actually. They've got some caskets and coffins and some really interesting bits and pieces. There's an old cabin that dates back to the 1850s, 1860s. There's not much of those knocking around the Midwest anymore. So they do have some fabulous artifacts in there. That's the Renville County Historical Society. And finally, I asked my local bank, which is the Folder Credit Union, if I could borrow some of their pens to then go and do my psychic development class because people needed pens. And they very graciously agreed. So I'm now being sponsored oh. in the pen department by the Folder <laughs> Credit Union. That's so a awesome. big, big thank nice. you to them. I'll have to get a t-shirt with that on. Now they're sponsoring me, I want <laughs> kit. You know, I want yeah, a tracksuit. Totally. I want trainers. You <laughs> right. know, Some sort of bib right. is the way to Headband. go. Headband. Yeah. Headband. <laughs> we can do that for sure. I'm seeing Olivia Newton-John. Let's get physical. <laughs> but the Credit Folder Union in Wyndham... So that's a strange
0: mashup.
1: the credit union? Should we talk about the final episode of The Curse oh, dear of God. Civil War Gold? No. We had a watch party on Tuesday. <sighs> All of our fans and followers tuned in. We've been watching religiously. <sighs> the Curse of Civil War Gold. It was the second series. I think they did 12-14 episodes. The first 6 episodes were taken up with finding steam tunnels, which apparently is very interesting for them throughout the Midwest. Apparently it was used to smuggle gold. There was me thinking it was used to heat up towns with steam. What do I know? Just a historian. We then spent the last six to seven episodes as they were diving in Lake Michigan for bars of gold. And finally, on Tuesday, the divers went down. They've dedicated 14 episodes to this. They finally got to their bars of gold. They saw them lying on the seabed and they turned out to be bricks that someone thought it would be funny to paint in gold. And there's 14 episodes, 14 hours of my life, disappears into the ether, never to be seen again, cannot be retrieved. When I'm on my deathbed, I should be in credit by another 14 hours. I'll be lying there, just about to have my death rattle, and I'm thinking to myself, I should have another 14 hours in the bank. I should be in credit for 14 hours that I lost back in 2019 for watching an entire episode based on steam tunnels and bricks that were painting gold. Does anyone want to jump in and add anything to the fun and excitement that is the Curse of Civil War gold? Let's bear in mind that you now can redeem yourself by presenting tonight's random fascinating fact, Civu Play, Dr. Peters. Oh, well, here's something uh, completely different. How many moons does the
2: Earth have? And let's define moons pretty pretty loosely as
1: uh, asteroids that follow the Earth in orbit. A body or a mass orbiting the earth i think there's quite a few of those uh, not just orbiting the earth directly but also following the same orbital path wow there you go any thoughts ladies anything you want to jump in gain seven. some points you're going seven. Oh.
2: 72
1: see now i'm thinking based on what you've just said i'm just going to throw out 2000 heather just straight up nailed it it's <gasps> at least seven
0: wow yeah. thank you I was uh, thinking seven. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Miss Morris has fabulously pushed herself up to four with a 007. There's seven moons or seven bodies. Well, yeah, these are the these are near Earth asteroids. They're not technically moons, but a lot of them are following the same orbit. They take roughly a year, an Earth year. I to bet there orbit has to the be sun. a specific size. I bet there's a cutoff point in yep, terms of yep, mass. Yep. Otherwise, it just becomes a boulder, doesn't it? At that point. Exactly. We enter the first round proper, that is, ghosts and hauntings. And remember, we don't do orbs. Michael Jackson's ghost has finally found peace in the afterlife, psychic bizarrely claims. Adding the star is ignoring, (laughs) leaving Netherland allegations. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I lost a filling that went straight down my ear. Damn you and your ways, I've got headphones on. Tyler Henry 23 has claimed he got in contact with the spirit of the singer... While he was doing a reading for his sister, Latoya Jackson, 63. That's old as well, I might add. Really? That's what it happening? says. Oh, no. We've been in some sort of ATM time <laughs> machine. Is that a machine. joke, Michelle? <laughs> I warned you not to go to the ATM, didn't I? You didn't listen. <laughs> this is on his show, apparently, called Hollywood Medium, which is on American television. Henry the King of Pop. Henry told the Daily Mail the King of Pop had found a deep sense of peace. Since his death 10 years ago, aged 50, from an overdose of propofol in his mansion in Los Angeles, he said a lot of people think of Michael Jackson as moonwalking or with a fedora, but when he came through, it was much just like a child trying to connect, and he really came across as any brother trying to connect with his sister, so it was just really emotional. Although he did the reading with Jackson's sister before the release of the documentary, Leaving Neverland, which examines allegations of child abuse against the singer, Henry did touch on the controversial claims with the star's ghost. He said he didn't get any sense of anger coming from Jackson's spirit over the comments LaToya had made in the press in 1993 when she raised questions about her brother's relationship with boys. She later apologised for the comments and said, She had been under the influence of her abusive husband, Jack Gordon. The psychic also revealed Jackson's ghost said he had been upset by the medical treatment on the day he died by his personal physician, Dr. Conrad Murray. Oh, he had the killing thing bothered him? Yes, apparently that was the one thing that stuck in his craw. Henry related how Jackson's spirit said Dr. Murray shouldn't have left him alone after he had given him an injection of propofol, an aesthetic he had been given an aesthetic. An anesthetic. These journalists are terrible. How do these people get jobs writing for newspapers? How can you confuse aesthetic with anesthetic? Unbelievable. Making me look bad and I'm reading it properly. There we go. Off the wall or I don't believe it at all. You decide. Go to my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. I shall give myself two bad and dangerous points tonight. Miss Morris, what have you got for me in the round of ghosts? And hauntings.
0: Footage has emerged this week of an alleged poltergeist causing havoc in a historic pub in England. The video, which was filmed in Ye Old Shambles (laughs) Tavern.
1: I know that. Shambles. That's in in Brighton, right? It's in York. Oh, that will be York's Shambles. Uh, It's a franchise. (laughs) There you go. Shambles are us. (laughs) Shambles Hut. Shambly. Show supervisor Luke... We have shambles. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm making up my own show here. Do apologize, Morris. He's not sorry. Yeah. I've got joke Tourette's. I keep telling you this.
0: <laughs> well, they have to be funny first. <laughs> show supervisor Luke Smithson working at the bar when a stack of boxes and other items suddenly came flying off a nearby shelf. The incident happened at 7.20 a.m. on Monday, July 1st. I was about to do my second oh, line clean.
1: Here we go. So oh, nice. he's a Yorkshireman from Pakistan, is he?
0: I walked around the bar and suddenly everything just flew from the shelves. By the
1: way, lad, it was terrible.
0: <laughs> all the boxes flew all over the bar. He's <laughs> <I'm laughs> a pirate. <laughs> a couple of the glasses, they came off as well. They went crash. <laughs> wow. There was proper force behind it. Even the speaker on the top shelf, it was knocked down and didn't make noise anymore. This, no this noise. is the most beautiful accent ever. <laughs> it's like a conglomeration of everything. <laughs> I've I ever can't heard. work out if it's from Leeds or Sheffield. Is that subtle. <laughs> yeah, right. The building itself is no stranger to paranormal occurrences, with staff members previously reporting the sound of mysterious disembodied footsteps. Echoing in its rooms after closing time, whether something otherworldly accounts for this particular occurrence, however, remains unclear.
1: You could almost hear the phantom ghost (laughs) opening the creaky door of the pub there in the distance, (laughs) couldn't you?
0: Remains (laughs) unclear. Wow <laughs> Shambles
1: Unbelievable. Old ones. Mary Jesus and Joseph. <laughs> are you done? Is that it? Yeah. Those okay, you're yes. getting points for being fun and informative. That leads you to a very nice <laughs> and respectable six. A woman scrawled an eerie message that appears to read it's real after she died for twenty seven minutes and claims to have seen heaven. Tina Hines, this is the Hines lick manoeuvre. Mm -hmm. Tina Hines Mm -hmm. collapsed Mm -hmm. as she was heading out with her husband Brian in Phoenix, Arizona and needed to be resuscitated six times. The mum of four was dead for a total of 27 minutes as medics battled to save her life. But after she was successfully brought back to life, the last time speechless Tina gestured for a pen and paper. She managed to draw out a seemingly indecipherable series of lines. But on closer inspection they appeared to read, it's real. Perhaps she wanted a vacation and she was trying to write Israel. She wanted a week <laughs> in Tel Aviv. <laughs> Tina was referencing to heaven, which she claims to have seen during her brush with death following her heart attack in February last year. When asked by her worried family what she meant, a still-mute Tina gestured her head towards the sky. She wants to fly to Israel. She later claimed she saw the figure (laughs) of Jesus standing in front of the pearly gates with a bright light behind him. I don't think I've told many people this. And it's just reminded me that my great granddad fought in the First World War in the trenches for the Royal East London Fusiliers. And he spent four years. And he said when he was in the trenches, he looked up and saw Jesus standing over him with his arms out wide. And my great granddad, apparently, and I never met him, he died in the 50s, used to say that to his children. And uh, one of those children, of course, was my granddad, and he passed that story on. But obviously, you're under high stress. You've been there for four years. You know, I'm sure you're seeing all kinds of strange things under fatigue and post traumatic stress disorder and probably hunger as well. But my great granddad claims to have seen Jesus standing over him in the trenches. And to be fair, he survived. Not many people survived for four years in the trenches. you no. know, A life expectancy of like 12 weeks or something ridiculous. Perhaps he was just good at running. Who knew? Tina said mm, after a movie. miracle recovery it was so real. The colours were so vibrant. So in heaven we've got vibrant colours. That's good news. Mm. Last week the Tina's loving colors. niece Maddie has commemorated the apparent spiritual encounter with a tattoo of the supernatural scroll. So she actually had tattooed it's real. The lead singer um, Richie Edwards, Edward Manic Richie Manic of the Manic Street Preachers carved for real on his arm with a razor blade shortly before he threw himself off a bridge and committed suicide but that is a common thing to have written on you. It has given me a tangibleness <laughs> to an internal hope that is not too far away. It's real or get real. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings?
2: Oh, and Aussie radio host got a fright when she spotted a ghostly apparition in a selfie. She took in her Italian home. Or bunk. (gasps) If you are playing the bell, bunk, and
1: Snort drinking game Miss Morris has given you your first drink of the evening wherever you are in the world. Prost, cheers, salute, skull. Now,
2: Kate Langbrook moved from the land down under to Italy with her family in January and is soon to move to an apartment in an 800-year-old palazzo in the city of Bologna. Bologna.
0: Bologna. The city of Bologna.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But judging by a creepy selfie the star posted yesterday to Instagram, her family
0: may have a ghoulish lodger. (laughs) <laughs> Don't tell people you have a lodger
1: Especially a ghoulish one. it just sounds like you're mispronouncing lager. I've got a ghoulish logger. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Says I yeah. I've, I've got this crazy beer. Fancy mm-hmm. uh mad Canadians running around in ghostly form cutting down trees. It's just one I
0: am like
1: a lumberjack and, and I'm dead.
0: Wildflowers
1: <laughs> <laughs> We took that word all differently, all three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's an indication there how our brains work. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. Kate had taken visiting friend Tash Pendergrast on a tour of the flat, with the pair posing for a snap in front of a mirror she thinks dates back to the 1700s. Posting on Instagram, the Australian DJ said, So much age. I said to Tash, I always think if I turn around really quickly, I'll be able to see the past in this mirror. So we were laughing and decided to take a selfie to see if anything would appear. Look over my head. WTF is that. Also, (laughs) I hope that if that white apparition is a ghost, that at least it pitches in with the renos so we can finally move in.
1: An Italian ghost pinching your bum, stealing your purse, generally being loud at night. Sounds about right. And you turn around as fast as you can all the time. Is insurance going to cover your whiplash claim? Whiplash due to ghost injuries? Mm Probably. Probably. I don't think that's gonna cover anything. What else have you got, Michelle?
2: Just above her head in the reflection is what appears to be a white hooded figure with two black marks for eyes. Her post was flooded with comments including several from horrified celebrity friends on the other side of the world.
0: Uh a
1: lot of... meaning the neither world? Yes The Netherworld. <laughs> the dead. The other side. Yeah, beyond yeah. the veil.
2: A lot of holy craps, and are you pranking? And it's just ridiculous.
1: I shall give you points, Michelle, for being informative. You're up to double score. You haven't been up there for a while, have you? No. Very impressive start to the competition as we enter the round that we call UFOs and cryptozoology. It's strange beasties, hairy beasties, green men, or green hairy beasties. I'm happy to go in any direction. Miss like Morris, it. what have you got for me in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
0: A recent video from Japan shows what appears to be a crow engaged in some rather peculiar behavior. What a carry-on. Ew. (laughs) Well done. I love. Was he knocking at a chamber door? This show. It's actually a gorilla crow.
1: A gorilla crow?
0: Yeah, you heard of that? (laughs) Me neither. The unusual bird was captured on camera by Kitaro Simpson. Oh, there we go. Simpson. In the Japanese city of Nagoya. Wait for it. Rather than standing on Here the ground, using its feet like crows typically do, this one seems to be resting on its wings, in a minute. with its legs tucked away behind it, making it look a bit like a gorilla standing on all fours. And it does look a bit like a gorilla. Nice. It's a
1: crow impersonating a, a gorilla. gorilla. That's going to be unfortunate when a female gorilla comes along.
0: That is true. (laughs) The footage quickly gained attention on social media and has so far been viewed 9 million times. According to Crow expert Kali Swift, however, there is a perfectly rational explanation. What is actually doing? This
1: is Kali Smith, is it?
0: Uh-huh. Is a sunning itself like this, Mister Bond? Like
1: yes. A these.
0: When the birds a sun, they a drop their wings and they cock their tails wow. like a this.
1: At You're the gonna right... have a face like a Japanese flag in a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At the right angle, that could obscure the legs of the bird and tail, making it look like they are missing, and hence Gorilla Bird.
1: <laughs> this is Carly Smith, is it? Expert on crows. Uh, very much okay. a mystery. A mm. raven would have done it so much prettier. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I should give you some points, Miss Morris. Gorilla Bird. <laughs> That was was nice there. The the (laughs) call! Blackbirds singing in the dead of night or the whole thing's a crock of (laughs) blackbirds. You decide (laughs) for yourself. Let's squeeze a couple more in quickly. Michelle, what have you got for me in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
2: I just find this very fascinating that fossil hunters have pieced together the remains of an enormous sea creature, which is being labeled a real-life Loch Ness monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Researchers have uncovered the 70 million UFOs year old fossilized remains of a massive elastomosaurus from the icy depths of antarctica and unlike a, anything ever seen before that and just elasta- amazes me yeah. Elastomosaurus. Yeah.
1: Elastomosaurus. Elastomosaurus. the last time i saw us. uh-huh nice the <laughs> animal
2: would have once weighed as much as 15 tons and it is now one of the most complete ancient reptile fossils ever discovered it is a terrifying member of the reptile family Elmosaurid, and is the largest of its kind ever found. Oh wow! They are from the family of Plesiosaurus, sorry Plesiosaurus, which rep- say it three times, we get a wish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which represents some of the largest sea creatures of the crustaceous period. Some believe Nessie is a long-necked plesiosaur, like an Elasmor, that somehow survived when all the other dinosaurs were wiped out.
1: Wow. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Or you missed the mark. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Do you know you wait all year for a Loch Ness Monster story to come along? And then two come along at once?
2: I love Nessie.
1: Scientists claim Loch Ness Monster may exist following tests of skin. Yes. And poo. The Loch Ness Monster may exist following scientists' analysis of skin scales, feather fur, and poo found in the water. Fur? What kind of Loch Ness monster is this? Do you remember fur? There's? Does a plesiosaur have fur? No. Feathers? Oh <laughs> right, yeah. Can you imagine it's that? Flying, fly it, yeah. flying yeah. out of the water. That's why they can't find it. <laughs> Look at that giant swan. <laughs> Any Anyone eating that's going to have a 54-inch waist, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps picking up Bert, er, picking up fish in its bill and then flying away. Picking up Burt Reynolds, taking him away. <laughs> Experts did DNA tests on the samples to probe theories, including claims Nessie is a long-necked plesiosaur that survived the mass dinosaur extinction a sturgeon or a catfish professor nell gemmel of the university of otago in new zealand said we've tested each of the main monster hypotheses three we can probably say aren't right one might be and he's going to release the results next month (gasps) to see whether it's a sturgeon a catfish or a dinosaur there we are they're going to announce that study in scotland he says scotland's close to his heart because his mother and his family are Scottish, so my commiserations, I'm sure you have (laughs) a natural predisposition for cold, pricipial, grouple and rolled oats, so lucky you. We're delighted with the amount of interest the project has generated in science. Monster or not, we're going to understand Loch Ness and the life in it in a new way. Monster of Loch Ness, or I couldn't care less, you decide. (laughs) Go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian E. Miss Morris, you've literally seconds left to give us the last story of the night in the round. That is. The Strange in the bazaar, perhaps?
0: Yeah. Ready?
1: I'm poised and ready to go.
0: Nevada Highway Patrol Trooper Travis Smacker was on Interstate 15 on Monday when he noticed someone driving solo in the HOV line. <gasps> he stopped the car, a Chrysler minivan, and was caught off guard by what the driver said. The driver informed me. There we are. Mm-hmm. Making mm-hmm. their way. Only that he had someone who was deceased in the back of the vehicle. The trooper peered inside, and sure enough, it was equipped like a hearse with a rail and a gurney holding a deceased, not-of-this-world-anymore
1: person. All nice. right. That'll be a All dead right. one, then.
0: The driver asked, mm. so <laughs> this he doesn't count in the back?
1: So he's trying to get away with being in a lane.
0: For two or more people. But there's a dead dead person. person. Yeah, Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's
1: in the back. Pop him up next to you.
0: Smacker said he got a good chuckle because dead bodies are funny. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing out of <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I remember that when I go to my next wake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at your grandmother. She's never looked better.
0: Oh, out of it. But inform the driver that no, deceased people do not count. He let the driver off with a warning. Come oh, on, yeah, really? I, I disagree. I would have let that guy go. Well, it just threw me off. This was more of a more interesting Response than I've had in the past, so I just said, "Go on about your way with your little dead body."
1: <laughs> I bet he says that every day. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I'm sure in Texas like, oh. or Wisconsin, the police are saying, "Just go on your way with yep, your dead body. Yep, Nothing I don't to do with that here."
0: Well, he went on to say that to drive in the HOV lane, there needs to be more than one living occupant in the vehicle. Mannequins and pets don't count, dang it.
1: Wow. I'm about as unlucky as a mosquito in a factory full of mannequins. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means that you have found us somewhere in our archives, on our platforms, on social media. So thank you for making the effort to come and find us. I hope we make it worthwhile. I hope your journey is rewarded by us supplying vast amounts of filth yes. and funniness. <laughs> yes. That is the plan. I did mention at the beginning of the show that Joel actually provided us with some candy, but we couldn't bring it out whilst the show was on because it's a little Ooh. bit rude. So I'm going to just take my headphones off. You'll hear some clicking and cracking in the background. I need to reach behind me. In fact, I, I've got long arms I can manage.
2: Do I have to close my eyes again?
1: Wow. Depends. Do you still want your 10 $10.
2: This is what Joel yes.
1: has provided us with boxes. We have two boxes. Oh, boy. They are called penis gummies. I'm going to hold them up to oh, the camera. Oh, currently in the studio. I think probably yeah. we only need to open one. These are not for your mother, Joel, has written on that, if you can see that. Aww. Are
0: you sure one box isn't for Michelle and one is for me? Probably. That's <laughs> what he meant, I think.
1: Well... Thank you, Joel. I'm happy. I'm a liberal European. I'm happy to... To break in here, there is a little packet. Oh, they look quite good actually. What colour do you want? Do you want a nice yellow one or a red one? What would you like? I
0: want a black one. Michelle wants all.
1: (laughs) Some are bigger than others. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, they smell good. Mm. I'm going to take a red one. There we go. Nice. That's quite uh quite the uh, infected. Oh yeah, I get a green one here. Do you get to bite the tip off, or what what are you going to start with, Michelle? You're going to start with a tip or go for the balls? What are you going to go with?
2: I'm going to make a 3D one. You're right. going to make...
1: Wow, how many do you want? Michelle's gone for two at once. Oh, she's put two together. No crossing of swords. <laughs> the streams. No, Dems the rules. <laughs> wow.
2: Oh, it's got a, oh. ma- a maplethorpe.
1: <laughs> There's very few people listening to this show that when you announce that he's got a maplethorpe would actually know... What that? But hey, bring him back over here. I want another one. Cheese. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a couple. You. So let's jump in. Let's have the gummy.
2: They're very chewy. Penises. Mm-hmm. Let's have a go. Sinewy.
1: Is this good? Radio. In fact, I thought there'd be a little. St- I've got a hard one. Hang on. I that's thought what that'd it, be that's softer. What she said. <laughs> Do you not think it's pulling me fillings out? Do you not think it would be a bit softer? Do you not think that would be a bit more giving?
2: Hey, you never know till you get one in your mouth.
1: Well. <laughs> Great radio, this as we say. That's going to stick with me for some time, I have to say. Any thoughts? Very chewy, delicious. The flavour's is actually really good. Which colour did you have? I have one of the green ones. You had a green one. Mm-hmm. I might go with a green one now instead of a red one. I Mine... can't be chewing this all night. I've got work to do. Mine's circumcised now. You got a Jewish one, <laughs> did you? <laughs> right. You might want your money back. You've you've lost a few inches off of your one.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. I went with the British one because it's going to be bigger, of course. Uh-huh. That's no? not true. Not happy with that? Well, it was cold. And who want me to say? I live in Minnesota. Mm. Okay. Thank you, Joel, for the gummy penises. We really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> if you pay your dollar and go on to uh, Patreon, you'll see us chewing those as we speak. Author writes bizarre, slut-shaming tweet about women seducing men with glossy lips and lubed legs. Do you lube your legs, Michelle? Who doesn't? Any lubing going on back there, Heather? No, hair gel. Hair gel. <laughs> <laughs> <Love> it. Honestly. It's <laughs> It's like a bear trap as that is. It's like an Ewok down there. <laughs> God. Wow. I'm looking for Squatch. <laughs> Bite the pillow, we're going in dry. A controversial author has come under fire for claiming women seduce men with their... Glossy lips and lube legs. And then complains about it. Lubed legs. Hold on. Mm-hmm. You mean glossy lips on the face, right? That's right. Oh, oh okay. Jess, oh. I've lost I three. Was wrong. That's where you put the lips. It keeps the chaps away. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. Denise McAllister penned a bizarre tweet when she lashed out at women for acting like victims after getting pregnant and then blaming men. That took a turn, didn't it? Yeah. She wrote I'm sick and tired of hearing women act like victims when they're the ones who seduce men with their glossy lips and lube legs, choosing to have sex because they're too horny to stop. Then complain when they get precti- preg- practic pregnant practic. practic. How many months are you practic? Mm I don't like practic No you're in your third trimester there, aren't you? Mm, You've been I eating don't... a lot of swans.
2: I got a food baby.
1: Have you? Yeah. I, think I think it's apoplectic about that. I think it's twins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you one.
1: I can see. <laughs> they then complain about getting pregnant, acting as if it's the man's fault. Her post has been liked by more than 3,000 people, and hundreds of people have commented on the post, outraged by her slut-shaming yeah. of women. People. One phrase in particular was puzzled. I puzzled a lot of people. I'm still picking bits of penis out of my tooth. It's very debilitating. You <laughs> probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> on having on to radio. read this out and pulling bits on out. On public
0: radio. shaming
1: <laughs> thing. not a great thing. With people mocking her use of the words lubed legs. One person said I was just looking at my ashy legs after putting on lip balm and was thinking I should put some lotion on these legs. I had no idea this combination put me at risk of pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> I think with lube legs, you know, the, the guy just falls in, doesn't he? It's like a runway. It's like, yeah, and you're yeah, in. A trap. That's right. Like a, Venus, a, f- a penis fly trap, I guess, is where we'd be. Uh, I've I'd, I'd, I'd been seduced by that before. Yeah, I can tell. Did it tell. have teeth? Oh, no. <laughs> With it gums like that, it's not going to have any teeth. <laughs> what
0: is that? Freaking bow. If you are playing. <laughs> Look at me. Look at
1: me. <laughs> the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game. Michelle has given you another shot uh... this evening. I had no idea this combination put me at risk of pregnancy and being nominated as the next horror, Babylon. I just thought I was dehydrated. Someone else <laughs> replied... I didn't know lubing your legs was what brought the boys to the yard. I am so, <laughs> so behind. <laughs> it's one bizarre milkshake. A third wrote, Listen, lady, I lube my legs for myself, and myself only. And somebody else added, So all this time I've been putting lotion on my legs for dry skin when I was actually trying to seduce men. That explains a lot. Oily <laughs> fire of a world-weary Sigh. Wow. <sighs> You decide, go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother?
2: Oh, sex worker reveals that her mum would knock her out over her line of work. Wow. Vicky Pollard. Vicky
1: Pollard. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah,
2: but, yeah, no, but, but, yeah, but, but, no, but no, but, yeah, but. Yeah, no. but. Okay, you yeah, can give me evos. <laughs> This lady's name is Ashley. She's 18 and from Stoke-on-Trent.
1: Of course she is.
2: She is also a veterinarian student on the sidelines of making a living by fulfilling men's bizarre fantasies. Right. That's where the real cash is. The girl revealed that she can make up to 6,000 pounds a day. Ten grand, right? Yep. But by walking we... over men in sharp
1: heels. They are chan- you could get 10 grand Do a day. you know what
0: would happen uh, if I did something like that? My he, stiletto would get stuck in a hole. A
1: punctured lung. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a punctured lung. What, what hole is that going in? <laughs> That's a long way up the hole if you've punctured a lung, madam. Right up the old bum hole. Right up the old...
0: Poop chute. Oh,
1: People pay
2: you... for that.
1: The tea towel holder. <laughs> right up the old brown-eyed girl. Go. Right up the rusty sherry spread.
2: Right up the chocolate starfish.
1: I think we've exhausted most Blue of those, have
2: <laughs> Wow. But despite Ooh. the girl's hefty income and passion for the industry, she revealed the Channel 5 documentary, Teen Selling Sex, The Sex Business.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll that, die. That her she mom, must be a very small woman. She must be. When I ran a metaphysical shop in Salk Centre, there was a dear, dear friend of mine who was my proofreader and she's no longer with us her name was Jeton and that woman must have been 60 pounds wet i swear to god she was the skinniest little sparrow you've ever seen in your life and uh, there was times i actually got her to walk all over my back mm-hmm. not for sexual reasons i might have for
2: 10 grand
1: for 10 grand for that kind of money <laughs> I would have given her golf shoes to walk on your back. Wow. (laughs) That's just mean. There's no need for that. It's nastiness. So mean. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I know it's been the 4th of July this week, but wow. It's terrible. Too soon. Nothing but mean and nastiness uh, in this studio.
2: She revealed that her mum doesn't know what she does for a living. She does now. Well, she said, my mum, she doesn't know. She'd knock me out, she would. But she she wouldn't disown me, but it would just take her a while. I think she'd get
1: over it. <laughs> to be fair, of all the things that you're doing behind your mother's back, walking on people with stiletto heels is fairly low down the list. Do you see what I'm saying? Probably. Especially if it pays for your veterinary school. There's worse things. I mean, that's almost low level, isn't it? You know, treading on someone's back with stilettos, it gets far worse and far darker when you go down the rabbit hole. It could be worse.
2: This is Yeah, this is just the tip.
1: Yes, it's just the tip of, of the, the stiletto. Of the yes, stiletto of the that's stiletto. inside the brown starfish.
2: I don't want her to find out until I'm in my own flat. I want to tell her, but I just don't know how. I'm quite scared, but at the same time, I shouldn't care because I'm doing something that makes me happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> so far the green penis has been my favorite. Oh
0: no, I was <laughs> just digging
2: thinking. in the bag again. Uh. Yeah, um, like a little alien. Oh, Chloe. oh
1: yeah, there you go. Sun it a little bit. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna stick it Give it a nice tan. There you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, oh, stuff's coming off of it. It's smoking. How bizarre! Ooh. <laughs> this one is worth seeing on the on the video. There is smoke coming off of that. Can you see it?
0: No, that's very odd. I was just gonna say her song. Okay. For when she does her act Is these boots are made for walking Absolutely
2: right.
1: Wow There must be other dun, 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 songs dun, dun, that are shoot What is the David Bowie one about Put on your red shoes and dance the blues Let's dance, dance. Yeah not
0: be- the same thing but And
1: I would walk 500 miles Not the same thing no, It's not as, good. Just not as good is it? You've no. picked the one out of the hat I know that's like when you go to the bar and there's like pool tabs and all the top ones have gone. I've got, I can't, I'm scrambling around in the dirt for 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks.
0: You're too busy playing with your penis, that's why.
1: Yeah,
2: sunning your penis.
1: Well, I'm uh. giving it a basting. It's nice out, isn't it? It yeah, is. Yeah, I might get mine out. <gasps>
2: ah. Yeah, no. I just know that she doesn't like when I wear stuff that revealing, so if she knew what a I stiletto? was doing. Yeah, she wouldn't be happy. Ashley revealed that she was left vulnerable following the death of her father and stopped speaking to her mom, despite living in the same house. But now the pair are on better terms. But Ashley has yet to reveal her occupation.
1: Well, it's in the news.
2: It's going to be in a documentary.
1: Everyone's reading it. I think that was in the Sun newspaper, that story, which has a circulation of three million throughout Britain. So I think everyone probably knows now. I would suggest. They might have given her enough for a down payment on her own flat. I think they probably gave her £200, I think is what's happened there. Doctor exclusively reveals the best room to have sex in, and it's not the bedroom. What are we going with? Kitchen. You're going with the kitchen, are you? Because
0: there's knives and spoons there. What about food preparation? <laughs> and bad meat. It goes badly.
1: <laughs> bad meat and spoons are definitely going to be in the kitchen if you're not looking after your kitchen, I guess. Any other rooms of the house? The stairs maybe, the hallway. The conservatory. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go
2: with
0: if you have with the, the neighbours
1: watching. Right, yeah, if you have the money it's probably best on the balcony, you get some sun there. There you go. It was Colonel Mustard with the lead piping in Ew. the ballroom. Mm-hmm. The best room to have sex in is not the bedroom, but the kitchen. You're welcome. Said Doctor Harper, an expert Thanks, in Heather. menopause and hormonal changes affecting libido. Many couples probably steer clear of getting frisky in this room for hygiene reasons. <laughs> you but know, the doctor, of salmonella. yes, when you've got your ass on the kitchen surfaces on the chopping board. And then you make a nice cheese sandwich. Oh, God. For your that
0: mother. is disgusting.
1: <laughs> right. But the doctor has exclusively revealed why this room is surprisingly the best. While the bedroom is the most obvious place for hot and heated antics, the kitchen provides the opportunity to use calorie burning sex moves. In an exclusive chat with Daily Star online, Doctor Harper said the kitchen is the best room to have sex in. A kitchen table or a worktop is a handy prop. There's tools, spatulas, whisks, olive nice. olive oil. A whisk? Hummus. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very middle class household, this, isn't it? <laughs> wow.
0: A beater. A, a <laughs> <Peter. laughs> A pounder. <laughs> A meat tenderizer. <laughs> right. Waffle iron. Oh,
1: <laughs> God, what kind <laughs> of shenanigans are you having?
0: Toaster, crock, K- pod, crock
1: pot. <laughs> crock pot. Potato yeah. mash. Just like Minnesotan porn. <laughs> Use the crock pot again on me there, boy. Potato <laughs> peeler. Oh, no. oh, God. oh,
2: we're making potato salad tonight, oh, baby. Yeah,
1: yeah coming fill my hot pot. <laughs> We're going to get potluck in my house tonight, sweetheart. I got some casserole for you. Show me that hot dish, baby. There's Minnesota men out there getting very highly turned on right now. <laughs> Give me some of that lewd fisk.
0: Pasta roller.
1: <laughs> Let's play What's My Kitchen Utensils. Miss Morris is on 12 points. You're welcome. Wow. I also think Chopsticks. one of the... Chopsticks. Oh. <laughs> When you're hot big in Japan granny. tonight, big in Japan. <laughs> Watch where that wasabi's going, Jesus! <laughs> can you imagine chopsticks
0: with a little sushi?
1: Ice cubes. You got the freezer. Ice cubes. Cherries, mm-hmm. whipped cream, hot fudge, mustard, the fruit bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle knows how to be a Apple pie. A can of hot dogs. <laughs> Yeah, well, can of hot dogs.
0: What can the can
1: of hell? hot dogs? You leave me alone with my hot dog sex. How dare you? god, <laughs> that's terrible. Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves a treat. Canned hot dogs. <laughs> I also think god, that's- one of the positions is for a woman. When you talk about calorie burning, which is quite good, I think it would be the dining room chair. He wants women to eat. So we've gone from the kitchen to the dining room, unless your kitchen's large enough that you have a dining room in it. He needs or, to be sitting yeah. down, and you're sitting across, straddling him, apparently. Can't go back to that restaurant. Just do it on the treadmill that you use as a closet. Yes, I, I've got lots of uh, gymnasium equipment that I've got my shirts hanging on at the moment. As a woman, you're burning more calories in that position, so that's the position to have, apparently him sitting down on the dining room chair, 4th of July celebrations, your parents are over, mashed potato casserole, (laughs) you're burning the calories. Dr. Harper stated she offers the same advice to clients who want to spice up their sex lives. The National Health Service has also provided sexual health tips which include sharing fantasies and using sex toys. This is the difference (laughs) between our health providers in the USA and Britain. In Britain it's free, we're offering sexual health tips And they're sharing fantasies and using sex toys. What are you getting for your money over here? You're paying for it. What are you getting? But wait a minute. Their sexual health tips aren't things like, hey, don't have
2: sex on your kitchen counter or anywhere near the cutting board. They're like, hey, you know, any time you can get close to knives, get on that one.
1: Yes. No knife play, no potty. Anything else goes. (laughs) That's what I say. Perfect. Miss Morris, you have the final story of the night in the round that we call Not For Your Mother.
0: Unicorn nipples are a breastseller. seller.
1: Unicorn
0: nipples. Unicorn nipples.
1: The entrepre- he was a fantastic baseball player. I believe he was uh, second <laughs> baseman for the Yankees, yeah. <laughs> the wow, eight. unicorn nipples. Unbelievable.
0: The entrepreneur behind a bizarre invention has finally found a toy store to stock his lucky it's a toy.
1: unicorn nipples. That's right. Wow. Do you remember we used to play with G.I. Joe and Lego?
0: Now you can play with nipples. Get me some Unicorns. of those
1: unicorn nipples for Christmas, Mum. Yeah. Mom.
0: Danny Ruxton, the man at the helm of Ruxton Corp, Spent a year designing and making the strange good luck charm. Oh, I need it on my keychain. Well, you're going to get twice de- <laughs> the luck, are you, is what's going to happen. Along with Dutch designer Richie van Dull. The 32-year-old showed off a pair of the colorful teats in their display case last year for the first time. But Brits may still have to wait some time to get their hands on the nipples. Danny, who lives in Larkfield, said, Lucky unicorn nipples are up and running, which is great news. I love it.
1: That's Dutch, is it? <laughs> Nailed it. That's Hertz. All... That's Hertz Van Rental. Albeit only Dutch <laughs> in <laughs> Vietnam
0: for the time being. That's the only place you can get those little unicorn nipples. We need nips.
1: to go to Vietnam. You'll be welcome mm. in Vietnam. I'll be okay. Don't show your passports.
0: This is where I choose to manufacture the nips, the tweakers, the little pencil holders or towel rack, whatever you want towel to call it.
1: So they're multitasking, <laughs> are they? You can use them for all manner of wonderful and fabulous <laughs> things. Yeah. Hang your towel on that while you're in the shower. Just stand here, wait for you. Be ready for you when you come out.
0: Company is actually called Happy Toys in Ho Chi Minh City. Aren't you lucky?
1: I've seen so, you Ho Chi Minh City.
0: Yeah, and I'll raise you a dong. Oh, nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that's King Dong to you.
0: <laughs> so far, 5,000 pairs of these nipples, which are activated when you flick them, rub them, suck them, have been made and will sell for 100 48,248
1: dong. That's
0: $1.50. The equivalent of $4.99. Oh, yeah, I told you. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know dong was actually a
1: monetary. Oh,
0: yes. yes. Well, so,
1: obviously, Adrian knows dong. Yes, you, you get <laughs> a lot of dong in a dollar. This is true. <laughs> Danny added
0: the product is made from plastic fur. Food safe PVC and cost around two pound eighty. Hang on. that's a to make... saw. I know. You just described a <laughs> saw.
1: Go through that list again. Loch Ness monster. Uh, plastic. <laughs> Loch Ness monster. Yep. Loch Ness yep. monster. Food safe PVC. Yep. Loch Ness monster.
0: Nice. That gives me ten thousand pounds six hundred fifty profit, which I will use for a bigger media campaign in the UK to sell more titties that are rainbow <laughs> unicorns. <laughs> no, Big boobs. Danny is hoping the success of the magical mammaries
1: Like will, the corners of my mind will lead him to sales
0: in the UK, but the unicorn appendages are not the last thing he wants to bring to the market, so you'll just have to wait for those secret projects.
1: You heard it here first. Ladies and gentlemen, nipple unicorn or strange Dutch porn, you decide, go to our Facebook (laughs) site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee. A big thank you to all of our Patreon followers out there. We appreciate your support and your donations to the show to keep us up and running. So I hope you're having a great week and join us again at the same time next week. Bye bye. Thanks, everyone. Well, all good things come to an end, so let us look at tonight's scores in last place with a K2 metre. And the dead battery is Chad, who scored a four. He gets a week with Michael Jackson and a crystal ball, so good luck with that. <laughs> in third place tonight is myself. I managed to scramble a six. I get a night in a haunted pub in Yorkshire and a packet of cheese and onion crisps. Mm. Potato chips, not the end of the world. In second place tonight is Miss Morris, who got a rounded Ooh. symmetrical... Bottom heavy eight, she gets to experience twenty minutes of death. So just relax into it and try not to struggle. <laughs> nice. Ra- grandma's waiting for you. <laughs> but in resplendent first place tonight and on fire, knowing more about British monarchy than anyone else in the room, and winning the thirty three thousand dollar IR camera is Michelle. She gets a nice collection of lock poo and an ancestry DNA test that says she's fifty percent. Scottish, Very impressive, You can Michelle. redeem that at any time you want. Do not fear listening. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact us anytime via our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And remember, you can now jump over to SoundCloud and catch an extra 22 minutes of the show and around that we call Not For Your Mother. That's SoundCloud.com, MQTA Radio. You've been listening to More Questions and Answers, the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. With your host, Adrian Lee, we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment, the light before the darkness. My thanks are extended, of course, to Michelle Corrie, Chad Peters, and Heather Morris, and all at the International Paranormal Society. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening. Interested and interesting. Good night.